Welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Austen. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. Yo. And uh, we've got a guest this week. Uh, I also have some guests at my house. You'll probably hear some clattering here. Uh, they're replacing the roof after a hailstorm. So I, <laughs> I'm just going to warn you up ahead or up ahead of here that uh probably going to hear some of that so i apologize um but we have a guest i'm really excited about uh it's chelsea manning hey how's it going chelsea hey how's it going <laughs> good <laughs> uh <laughs> so i was like pretty surprised when you uh said you wanted to talk about <laughs> a lot of the cups are. yeah because <laughs> I, I i think that's about uh i don't think there's anybody that would go oh yeah chelsea manning uh, baseball, the Cubs. <laughs> yep. Um, True story, though. <laughs> no, that's wonderful. I always like finding um, some like baseball nerds in unexpected places. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider. I'm, I would, wouldn't consider myself a nerd or anything well, like that. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know the specifics about like the, the payroll <laughs> statistics or you know the 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 specifics of the schedule or or the or uh, some of the you know lesser names on the roster or anything like that. So that's Lauren's yeah, job, not, anyway. Yeah, no, that's yeah. <laughs> Lauren is here for that. I'm also not that person. I'm just I'm just the vibes guy here. So yeah, same, pretty good right. company. I'm, I, I'm the person who gets super excited. You know. Uh, you know, like about uh, about you know, like uh, you know, like the final games of a of a season, or oh, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. you know, the, the sort mm -hmm. of uh, or or you know, like a, like re rebuilding a team, and obviously the Cubs have a, a long and storied history, and oh, yeah. I, I, and and I had and it overlaps with my personal life, which I think is the more is sort of more why I'm here. Yeah, sure. So, like, yeah, can we let's talk about that? Like, how, when did you get into baseball? How did you how did you get into it? What's what's your relationship to baseball? So my relationship to baseball goes, of course, uh, to my childhood. So my my sport as a young child, um, you know, we're talking like from toddler to you know my to, to being you know to to being t-ball to 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 middle school, um, you know, baseball was was a significant part of that of that part of my life. Um, yeah, I here. collected baseball. I collected baseball cards. I remember eating Jimmy Dean's just because they had the baseball cards in them. Uh, I was super into baseball um, all throughout the nineties. I was a nineties kid. And uh, yeah, so I, I grew up with, I grew up with baseball in the sort of transition period before everybody was like, Oh, actually it's pro football. You know, and I, sure. I was a bit of a, I was a bit of a hanger on throughout the era of the the scandals and steroids and and all and sort of the 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 glean of baseball as as America's sport sort of uh, sort of you know like sort of fading away. But uh, you know, I kept on for a couple more years, and you know, through the through the the Ken Griffey Jr. era, and and I mm -hmm. I did all this as a, I did all this. I didn't really have I, I, at that age. I didn't really have a team. Uh, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma. You know, we we had a we had a professional right. we had a professional baseball team, but nobody even in Oklahoma had really heard of them. So, uh, you know, I, I, I was just super into my stars. You know, I just the, the sort of sure. your, your your big stars of that era. Um, later on in life, because um, I lived in the UK for a while, so this is a transitional period. You know, uh, where my sports uh, where my sports interests sort of faded into the distance. I was no longer in the U.S., so I didn't get my my U.S. sports updates. Um, instead, I, I ended up turning on the tally and getting 
getting some footy on, um, which is a which is a totally different. That's a totally different side story. Is the oh, football yeah. clubs here, yeah. sort of the football clubs era of oh. Chelsea. Um, but when, upon my return to the U.S., um, I uh, was I lived in Oklahoma for a period of time with my father. Um, he, eventually, he kicked me out of the house. Uh, you know, mostly mostly dealing with me being queer, me being trans. Um, and, uh, I ended up, uh, I ended up, uh, sort of drifting throughout the Midwest and I landed in North in, in the North Halstead boys town, uh, part of Chicago, which, uh, ah, yes. is centered around Wrig- Wrigley field. So it that sure is, the, is. That, that is, that is the beginning of my, of, of the Cubs entering in my, my, my life, uh, my life you know, sort of the rest of my life, essentially. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I got to take it back. Uh, if you weren't a Cubs fan as a kid, who was your guy in the home run races? Oh. My guy in the home, you know, I, was, I was a Ken Griffey Jr., you know, and okay. you know, I, paid, okay. I, paid, I paid more attention to the Yankees in that era, uh, not not necessarily as a team, but, you know, sort of your your big names. Obviously, the, the, Mark, the Mark McGuire era was, uh, you know, was a big one, but also he got himself into trouble uh, with the steroid scandal. Um, you know, I, I have, I, I still have some strange opinions about the steroid scandals of the '90s being not as big a deal as as, as they should have been. You're in great company. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, but obviously the 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 sheen uh, the sheen still the, the gloss sort of came off uh, off of that era. But uh, I still have in a box somewhere. I still have these these Jimmy Dean you know baseball cards somewhere. <laughs> Awesome. I kind of um, like to think of estrogen and HRT as my performance enhancing drugs. So like I cannot pass judgment on those guys. Like exactly, you know, and, and then, you know, obviously the Olympic scandals of the two th- uh, of, of the, tw- of the 2010s, you know, like we, all the other sports, it turns out, tur- you know, this was going on, you know, and, and, you know, the, the, the scandals just sort of spread out from there. It was just that the, the center, the center of people's attention was on baseball in the nineties. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, and and the NFL, you know, managed to hide all of their scandals uh, much better up until they were you know, really uh, good at it. <laughs> they were much better at it until Tom Brady and, uh, and yeah. decided to deflate a ball, decided to get a ball deflated, and or allegedly, uh, which is a, a separate issue because I'm also yeah, I'm what a boring scandal. <laughs> I have a lot of football opinions as well, but um, that's a that, again, this is a total side. I think it surprises people whenever people find out. Oh, you actually know some stuff about baseball. You, this is yeah, an interesting I story. Uh, I pull out. Uh, I pull out my credit. I, I pull out a credit card that has the Cubs, the, the sort of Cubs on it, and people are like, "What? What? I wasn't expecting that." <laughs> I'm just like, "Well, you know, like I, I do have a life, and I, and I do have interests." Um, and uh, you know, and th- this goes to part two of sort of my my personal life and my my personal story, which is, um, you know, the 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 Cubs road to the to finally uh, breaking the um to, to breaking the drought uh the the over a century long right, drought right. um I was in prison at the time uh, yeah. I got in, so I got in trouble in 2010 um oh really oh really oh wow yeah which is uh, <laughs> a total back like it's a it's not an important backstory or anything um. But I, I, so I got in trouble and I ended up uh, getting court-martialed in 2013 for some, you know, disclosures of sensitive information. The government not so happy with me. I got court-martialed um, and I was in prison. Uh, I was in prison for uh, seven years altogether um, for, for these charges. Uh, and while this was ongoing, 
the Cubs had finally, because uh, it was a decade of rebuilding. Yeah. No, they they <laughs> were like, they did the teardown and they rebuilding. They were real bad. They, they yeah. pioneered that tanking strategy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember, I actually remember reading an article about how, um, the re the, you know the sort of restructuring was built around the idea that because uh, it was a you know for years uh, the Cubs never really built into their team they never really invested in their team uh, and I remember reading articles that were you know sort of business business review type articles that would examine this and you know it seems that uh, it seems that uh, the tickets that the, that for ticket sales purposes the the owners and the managers just decided you know hey it's a, it's actually more more business for us if we're a bad team um but finally there was sort of a restructuring in the late in, in the mid to late 2000s which uh, finally paid off by uh, by the early 2010s um and i and i re- recall every single game of that of that series um in which finally the the cubs uh you know, they finally uh, made it. And uh, I, re- I remember uh, I, re- I remember being in, you know, being in my cell on lockdown with the TV still on uh, like because we had these like little radios. So we, we had we were given these radios so that we could hear the TVs. That way it wouldn't have volume on at night okay. and the TVs would be on in the common area. And I could see if I angled my myself there and I was <laughs> I was just that just enough of a fan to be able to do that. And then um, and then w- when. <laughs> The light, you know, the lights were out and the TVs were still on because there was just enough people watching the game because it was a historic moment. And I remember being so excited, uh, finally, you know, and it, it was it was very unfortunate that it went uh, that it went more than nine innings because, you know, yeah. lock, it was past, you know, it was past our lockdown time, uh, which is, you know, uh, the guards were like, now nah, we're uh, you have to lock down for, for the rest of the night. But, uh, you know, I, I don't I don't regret, you know, the the sensational moment of that, especially given that later, uh, you know, there's sort of the, the, the Trump election happening. Um, you know, Tr- Trump was elected right. a few weeks later. Um, and, you know, 2016 was not necessarily the greatest year in terms of my, my memory. So that was a, that was a huge, huge, uh, you know, sort of moment for me. We've yeah. talked about it in the past. We've mentioned it on the show many times um, about our theory that, uh, the Cubs winning that World Series that opened the portal to hell. Yes, like, it did. That, <laughs> it it changed it changed like the fabric of uh, space and time. Yes, the fabric of space and time has changed. Yeah. We're trying to figure <laughs> out what what team would close the portal. Would it be I, the Cubs winning again, or would it be no, the Cardinals? Like it's the car. I think the Cardinals have to win one to like oh, make things right. As, as, so as disgusting as that is to me too, oh. I think that that's what has mm-hmm. to happen. I think it's either yeah. Cardinals win or like the Cubs play, being in fifth place in the division. Well, I mean, <laughs> that would that'd be the return to normalcy there. Unfortunately, <laughs> it doesn't look good right now. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. Which is not to say they aren't a fun team right now. There are like a bunch of fun guys on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I watched last Friday night's game where they they beat the Cardinals. I think it was a three zero, and like, yeah, there was I don't know. There's plenty. Of, there's plenty of fun stuff in there. But like, I don't know. It's hard watching the Cubs right now with like Suzuki's hurt. And, yeah, that's the big. Yeah, a lot of stuff is kind of a bummer <laughs> about them right now, though. I'm feeling I'm feeling a little bit bad for the Pirates, though. To be honest, <laughs> we always feel bad for the Pirates. We have a we have our, our friend Charles comes on the show sometimes, and he's a Pirates fan, and we basically just let him use this as as therapy to like yeah. <laughs> to get that out. I'm from Philadelphia. I am an I am a very 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 strong Pittsburgh hater. Um, yes, and I can't even. 
I can't even bring myself to take joy in the pirate's <laughs> suffering. I'm just like, they're just so pathetic. And I'm like, oh, you poor things. Mm-hmm. Oh, that division's awful. It is. The, both the central ones are just so bad. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Bob Nutting is really the one who's the traitor to his country who should be in jail. Yes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get that going. Yeah. <laughs> I love... Well, I just want to say like how much I was attracted to the Cubs as a team. Yeah, so I so I was in I was basically a houseless kid, just eighteen years old, out in like the gayest part of Chicago, <laughs> in heat of the summer, and uh, and all these people would come in, you know, to 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 go see the Cubs games, and there was just something about the Cubs culture around around the bars. Uh, and the drinking at Wrigley Field, um, because, uh, you know, I don't know if your listeners know uh, but or are familiar with this, but around Wrigley Field, um, even to this day, uh, there is a there, there's a very unique bar culture uh, in which, you know, and there's even there's even a couple bars that uh, that that <laughs> that uh, that were open for an e- for for a period of time where you could actually see into the stadium and yeah. without having to without having to to go there i'm not sure if that's if they've blocked that off by now um i know there was talk of doing uh, of them doing so but um yeah they probably want like some licensing or something yeah, to let them do the that MLB, nowadays mlb tv blackout now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's been so much like development in that little Wrigleyville area and that area around there yeah it's like disneyland that i'm now. sure they uh you know when they're uh, remodeling Wrigley years ago. I'm sure they did something about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you you but, don't get uh, to in, do this for free anymore. But in that era, you you know, you didn't have to have tickets to be able to see a game. And right. you know, there, was, there was just something around the bar, bar culture that attracted me to it. Um, you know, I, I had, you know, I had some knowledge of how, uh, of baseball, you know, yeah. you know like it's, it, it is a, it, it is an, a complicated sport for the average person to understand. Oh um, yeah. Lu- luckily, I played. I, I I was super into it as a kid, and I played it as a kid. So you know, I, I understand. So I, I I understand the dynamics of the game, uh, and the logistics of the game, and sort of the strategies uh, and the tactics being applied. Um, and uh, and yeah, so I, I you know I, I I sort of fit into the the Wrigley Field uh, bar cult bar culture which strangely overlapped at the in this era with uh with the, the gay bar culture well because wrigleyville <laughs> and boys town are right next to each other they like, are in fact i mean you know like you like i i remember seeing cubs cubs uh flags with uh with rainbow flags on, yeah. on a regular basis i the first time i went there my friends live in uh andersonville so i'm i'm out up in that area of chicago all the time and the first yeah. time i visited um like we went out, we went to a Cubs game and then we went to like a gay bar afterwards. And I was like, wait, it's like across the street. What's happening? Yep. Mm-hmm. That, that is kind of the dream. Like uh, th- there is a, it's really kind of depressing. DC has a baseball themed gay bar, but it's terrible. Like if you actually go and like try to talk to someone about WRC plus, they don't get what you're talking I've been about. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. League of our own. Um, it's super canceled now. We can't go anymore, but. Uh, oh, oh, it's canceled. Yeah. It's canceled. Yeah. Long story. Canceled. Long story. Mm, yeah. yeah. There are many, there are several gay bars in Philly that are canceled for, <laughs> I presume the same reasons. In the late two thousands, that was it's it, that that was a place where a lot of where a lot of uh, queer people would go, and I remember distinctly because you know it was like an unofficial gay bar. It was like, you know, because it was like not supposed to be. It was supposed to be a sports bar, and but all they're like, oh, why are all these why why are all these gay people coming here? 
<laughs> what if gentrification were good? Yeah, it's because we only had two. Uh, it's because yeah. we only had two, two, two other bars of the era, and they weren't that great. You know, it was chaos, and uh, I think level one. Yeah, there aren't very many of that. Uh, there aren't very many more than that now either. Unfortunately, they moved and they've gotten worse. I'm sure, but yeah. So it was the bar culture that uh, really attracted mm-hmm. me to going uh, right. back to the sport and to finding my team. Especially because, like, I mean, tickets have always been expensive, even before all this remodeling and before their success and stuff. Like, that's always been one of the more expensive places to go to a game. Never, never, never been to a, never been to a game. In fact, I've never. Oh, interesting. Only I've only watched from I've only watched from uh, from the bars. So you've been in close proximity, but never there. That's interesting. Correct. Yeah. I I was there one day. One day. One day. One day. When my life. Settles yeah. enough. I will be. I, I will attend. A, uh, I will attend a game, um, and I would. I would absolutely have spent all of my life savings to be at the World Series. Oh my God! Year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Playoff games, you kind of have to. Yeah. I bandwagoned the Cubs that year because, <laughs> of course, I had to. Um, there were a like, lot of bandwagon j- jumpers. I remember. I remember being there uh, and being like, "Well, I remember whenever they sucked, and it was an embarrassment." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like 2006, 2007, 2008. Yeah. Um, we were watching Game Seven uh, at the like bar that was by my house that I that I always went to, and uh, like right like towards the end of the game, last couple innings, just the the drunkest guy you've ever seen came in in like full Cubs regalia, and like this is in St. Paul, Minnesota, and like <laughs> just kept yelling, "Let's go Cubbies! Let's go Cubbies!" <laughs> and I was like. I was like, man, I don't really have a dog in this fight. Like, I I hate Cleveland, <laughs> but like, I I feel like I had to just because of of that one man. Average Chicago uh, yeah. sports fan, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, noticed yeah, yeah. a lot of cu- people in Cubs gear when we were out there in the yeah. Twin Cities recently. No, there are a whole bunch of yeah, there are a whole. Bunch I mean, of them. when the, like the Cubs happen to be here, then yeah, it's always full of them. Yeah, I think I see that some, sometimes in Wisconsin as well. Um, mm. You know, I sort of oh, see because. Yeah. This is and this is a, this is a point of conflict within my family. Uh, my family is historically White Sox fans. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to ask, like, are you a partisan Cubs fan? Like, do you hate the White Sox, or is it just kind of like? I I I I don't like them, but my family historically has been White Sox fans because um, one of the reasons, one one of the other reasons why I came to Chicago was, um, you know, apart from you know, sort of being a refugee from out in the middle of nowhere as a queer person. Right. Um, at the time, because I hadn't, you know, I hadn't uh, transitioned or realized I was really trans yet at the time. Um, but I, I knew, uh, but I knew that my family had history in Chicago, um, which drew me again to Chicago. Um, but I didn't know until uh, until I start in, until I started uh, until I started rocking out with some of my Cubs gear in the in the late in the late two thousands uh, that uh, that uh, apparently I was a I was a traitor within the family because uh, <laughs> my my family. My family, my family was my fa- my family were White Sox fans. So I was like, well, nobody told me, nobody gave me the memo. So uh, yeah, that's on them. Right on I am a North Side person now. <laughs> yeah, we were we were actually just talking on, on the last episode about how um, the Cubs White Sox is really the only interesting crosstown rivalry that exists. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not like. Uh, it's not like uh, New York has a has a good rivalry going. I mean, although you know, like I just don't. You don't see that very many Yankees fans in New York because uh, <laughs> you have all the 
you have all of the 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 other teams. You have, I mean, like I I consider it the three. Like you have the Mets, the Jets, and and the Nets, right? You know, which right. are the they're the yeah, they're the, the they're, they're the they're the local teams. They're the teams that you know people really pay attention to, and you know nobody's really <laughs> nobody's really excited about the Mets. <laughs> this this podcast is too excited about the Mets. I need I need you to tell I need you to tell them to stop making me talk about the Mets. Guess what's Please. happening next week, Steven? Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. They're good. They're good. They're the best they're team good. in the National League. I get it. I know. No, they're, no, they're, they're not the Dodgers. I mean, they have a better record than the Dodgers. Yeah, but they don't have a whole lot. I mean, what I find funny is that is that none of the baseball teams have a whole lot of rep, uh, representation within the city, right? Because, you know, like, you have yeah. – unlike, unlike the unlike, – uh, Unlike the the Nets, which you know there are a lot of Nets fans within Brooklyn here, mm. um, because we have a, the convention center right here, and you yeah. know with Barclays Center. But uh, you know you just don't you just don't see that much enthusiasm, and maybe it's just the the case with 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 baseball as a sport in general. But mm. um, you know you don't you don't see a lot of Yankees hats either. You know, like you'll you can usually tell a tourist apart from. Uh, apart from the from the regular New Yorker, because they'll be wearing their they'll be wearing a Yankees hat, and you'll be like, "Oh, you're from out of town." <laughs> their New York Fire Department gear and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Yankees and the Dodgers are interesting cases because their their brand has been elevated past baseball into like, a, "Oh, I'm just wearing this to wear this," and like, yeah. I like I've been to Europe and I've seen people in in yankees or dodgers hats and i go oh yeah like yankees dodgers and they're like what are you talking about and i'm like okay you're just wearing the hat i got it i see the white yeah. Sox were had that for a while oh yeah yeah yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah yeah i i think our perception of yankees fans are a little bit colored by the fact we none of us live in new york uh i think are colored by the fact that every single yankees fan is online is oh, on yeah. twitter and does get mad at our podcast yeah yeah <laughs> anytime we make fun of the yankees okay so you're, you're gonna get some hate yeah, they well. have turned Twitter into one huge like Mike and the Mad Dog call-in <laughs> segment. Basically, like it is all uh, K fan. Well, like I don't, well, I don't hate the just to be clear, I don't hate the Yankees, but you know, I just, I just think that they're not that interesting as a, they're not that interesting as a team in terms of like the of how they operate, how they, you know, they're they just have a lot of money. They're sort of like the Patriots of the mm-hmm. of, of baseball. The fans may hate you for that more than saying you just hate them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they're, they're very chip, they're very chippy about that. Yeah. Well, there you go. You know, they yeah. like being despised. They're they're best when they're the villains of baseball. But yeah. uh, if you deny yeah. them that, yeah, Chelsea does not know what it's like to be like really despised. I'm sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, I'm despised. But I, I I think I can I think I can handle some Yankees fans. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, they, they to, are. You know what? I live in New York. I don't have to interact with them or deal with them. <laughs> oh that's great stuff that's great fucking yeah. stuff now dodgers fans on the other hand you, you'll see them around yeah they they're real and they exist and they've all had extensive plastic surgery yeah well also like i i, I don't go to games in new york very often but even when the dodgers are in philly you get a ton of people who are very clearly from new york who have not given up on the Brooklyn Dodgers and are still Dodgers fans, even though they're mm-hmm. out in the West Coast. Like, <laughs> like I think those Brooklyn hats are like one of the top selling hats in MLB. Yeah, yeah, even still, and mm-hmm. I, you gotta respect that. No, I mean, I mean, when it's like you know, a eighty-year-old man, maybe, but yeah. like, eh, I don't know. 
there's there's one person that I respect, and it's it's Bernie Sanders. That's, that's it. Like it's it's very I don't know if if like you were born after they moved from Brooklyn. I, it's just an affectation at that point. I don't know. I, I, anyone who's brave enough to choose not to be a Mets fan is good in my book. <laughs> uh, unless you're actively challenging the congressional exemption, I, I don't take it seriously. <laughs> Did you see the the huge Jeff Passan novel? The thread that he just did, like I don't know, a little bit before we started recording, like an hour before we started recording. No, I missed that. What was uh, what was the, what was the deal? Uh, Senate Judiciary Committee sent a letter of inquiry to um, minor league baseball advocates. So the um, yeah, advocates for minor leaguers, uh, like asking questions about the minor leagues. Uh, so there's the the uh, major league baseball, uh, their antitrust exemption is like. <laughs> coming under scrutiny here. yeah beautiful like awesome. yeah yeah it'd be wonderful Go dark brandon <laughs> yeah. emperor dark brandon <laughs> so if he, if he ends the uh if he ends the antitrust exemption but yeah like i mean it's it's pretty cool like if that if that actually happened i mean but people just like they use they use that for political points all the time like when republicans were doing it last year on the uh, oh because they were mad uh, about the all-star game yeah because they were mad about the woke all-star game <laughs> like oh there yeah he's going so woke here um but like i don't know like more woke than the military <laughs> <laughs> oh no but hey the the marines have those gay bullets yeah <laughs> with the rainbow uh-huh. uh yeah yeah oh awesome love it love getting merchandise too have the cubs had their pride night game yet i think i think for some reason my brain is telling me that they have it outside of june i know that i know there are a bunch of teams that do it tomorrow oh nice it looks like it's tomorrow yeah 629 the phillies not a bad hat the phillies are doing it tonight and i expect it to be a blip and completely unremarked upon um cool do we want to go to mailbag here yeah let's do it let's do it all right from twitter at mike underscore shoro uh what happens first another ricketts sibling holds public office or cubs lower ticket prices the former yeah definitely the first one <laughs> yeah i don't know what situation uh, under what circumstances uh, ticket prices will ever go down again it would be like total fiscal mm-hmm. collapse well, again, yeah. you know, it comes back to what I what I what I learned about the business side of of the Cubs as a team is that they are is that it doesn't matter if they win or lose they 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 are a ticket sales yeah. based force and they've always made their money that way um, because the people show the people keep showing up even if they lose yep. uh, and you know that's why we have a team that is rebuilding again. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next question. Um, at Pigeon Eyes, our friend Lewis, who will be on the show in a couple weeks, I believe. Uh, all right, Ari, the resurgence of uh, D Rob. Uh, oh, do you think close? <laughs> do you think closers are more likely to be tops or bottoms? Also, most likely landing pad for him at the deadline. I didn't even like really read that question before. I just copy and pasted it in because it was Lewis. But Jesus Christ, Lewis! Okay. I mean, the answer is that um, starters called pitchers. Starters are verse. Uh, Middle inning relievers are bottoms and uh, closers are tops. Huh. I could sure. go okay. with that. That's not, that makes yeah. a lot of sense to me. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, in, yeah. I'm in alignment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Liam Hendricks, like that guy, that guy's top. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a, a, yeah, a terrifying. He's a sloppy top. top. 
Sorry, yeah. this is the role I occupy on this podcast. <laughs> As to the serious answer, you know, he's, he's a pretty right closer. Uh, 30 teams need those. Maybe six yeah. of them will sign him. Maybe the Dodgers. I uh... would love to have him actually contribute to the Phillies uh, yeah. instead of play for three games, get injured, and then leave. Twins bullpen is real dog shit right now. Yeah, uh, that that would be really really wonderful <laughs> if they could get one more person in there that was good besides their uh, rookie. Um, okay, our past guest, another past guest, John Bernhardt asks, uh, or he says, "Top Javier Baez hot hater here. What's the funniest team he could be having his dog shit first se- season of his contract on?" Uh, this might secretly be a Cubs question. I mean, yeah, it is like. Mm. He's pretty associated with the Cubs. Um, yeah, he's he's like I think he just got above two hundred, like <laughs> last yeah. week. Really? And that's always yeah. been his thing. He's he's always been a super streaky player. Yeah. yeah. I like, keep forgetting he's he's still on the Tigers, right? Yes. I keep yeah. forgetting that. Yeah. yeah, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. But he, I could see the Pirates being funny. The Pirates would be very <laughs> funny. <laughs> They actually spend a little bit of money, and then yeah, that right. happens. They that finally open up the checkbook, and it's him, and then, yeah, yeah. That'd, that'd be great. It wouldn't work, though. They don't have the budget. Yeah, and he has to play a bunch of games like against the Cubs while mm-hmm. he's just sucking shit. That would be pretty funny. I mean, it's pretty funny he even ended up with, with the Tigers if he is going to be bad going yeah. forward. Was like they, he was like their, yeah, the rebuild's on, on the way out guy. Yeah. 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 Um, poor Tigers fans. Uh, Nick asks, do you think any of the core of the 2016 Cubs are getting their numbers retired? Speaking of bias. I don't, by the Cubs, I don't see why they wouldn't retire all all of them, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, breaking a 100-year championship drought. That's like, not nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't see, uh, I don't see any reason for, um, I mean, even just given the stats, you know, like it's been five, it's been what, five, six seasons now since then. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the performance of the team has obviously gone down. You know, obviously you have aging, you have an aging, ro- you, you have an aging roster that you've already had a significant amount of payroll tur- turnover with the, mm-hmm. within this year for the roster. Uh, I, and, and, you know, like the management is obviously prioritizing a quote unquote rebuilding, you know, uh, and I think that that makes a lot of sense. I, I think it makes makes a lot of sense from a from a team management perspective. From a business perspective, um, they just want people coming out of the woodwork again, which is happening for 2022 because they had two years of pandemic. What a great what a great thing to throw a hey! Remember when we won? Here we're here we're retiring Chris Bryant's number. We're retiring. You know, yeah, whatever. you know, it would be a great opportunity for uh-huh. them to to get to get fans into the seats. No. Oh, I cried at the, I cried at the uh, Joe Mauer retirement ceremony, and they never even won shit with him. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, imagine if like they had won a World Series too. Oh my god, they need a new team anyway. I mean, and they're they're working on it. You know, they've had they they obviously have a they're looking at getting a new pitcher. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. whoever that's going to be. Yeah, I I get annoyed because the the core the core who helped the Phillies win in '08. Uh, the Phillies have this weird policy where, like, they don't retire your number unless you're in the Hall of Fame. So, like, that oh, very weird. well might prevent, like, Chase Utley and Jimmy Rollins and Ryan Howard's numbers from getting retired, which is insane Ridiculous. to me. Uh, and they they have to they have to at some point give that up. But uh, I'm wondering. I I can't imagine the Cubs have a similar policy. 
did or anything like that. What? How many num? How many numbers have they even retired? Who knows? Yeah. Because I know the Yankees. The Yankees are like they don't have any single digit numbers left at this point. Yeah, they're yeah. yeah the, the Yankees have retired. I think like fifty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a Hall of Fame question. I don't know. Like Lester is kind kind of an outside shot. If mm. they kind of lower the standards of expectations for like accrued a war, he had a pretty good career. Uh, other than that, it's like maybe Chapman. Ugh. Yikes! Ugh. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! The Yankees might start going into triple digits. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, that you could be put, really like, put emojis on there. <laughs> Decimals. be great. Hexadecimal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I think that's it for the Cubs questions, but we got some more here. Greg M. asks, what teams at this point in the season fit into the bad but fun tier? Cards. Yeah. Um, Cubs. White Sox, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, was, both sides yeah. of Chicago. Yeah. White Sox really hit a really hit a slide here. It's not not looking great for them. Yeah, I think the Orioles are kind of fun right now. The Orioles um, are fun. I was just looking for that. And the Rutschmans. Yeah, there's 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 some life there, uh, even if they're not good. Guardians, uh, Angels, always even mm-hmm. even when they're <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> we'll get into it on the Patreon side about uh, the Angels being being kind of fun. Yeah, we will. Talk about that. <laughs> We're going to talk about that Mariners Angels brawl. Uh, oh boy! On that side. Um, okay, Bonobos thirty seven. Could the A's be worse than the two thousand and three Tigers? It's not looking great for the for the A's. Absolute dog shit. <laughs> no, I... This is shameful. These A's right now. They, I believe, they currently have the worst record in. Yeah, they do. Okay. They're challenging Cincinnati for the worst record in baseball. Ooh. And Cincinnati had that real bad start. Yeah. Hey, really? the Cubs the Cubs are down there too. Yeah, I know. Which is but... which is unfortunate. <laughs> I mean at least the streak at least the losing streak for the season is done. You can't you can't right. get worse than that. <laughs> you say that. No. <laughs> yeah, you're the Reds. You can never say that for you have to wait until next season. Yeah. At least this season's losing streak isn't like the one last season where like they were, I think, tied for the first place in the division when they started that like 11 oh game God. slide. That was brutal. That was really, really it, brutal. It's, hey. it's funny. It's funny. I, I went, After I tweeted that thing, I was like, oh, shoot. Like, I, I guess I have to actually like start paying attention to the stats again. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. you, just, you just opened your phone like... Ooh. Oh god! Yeah, I, I hadn't, I hadn't looked. I hadn't looked since like 2020. Obviously, I so. do. I want to. I do want to personally extend my thanks uh, to UA Cubs fan, uh, as I have been extending thanks to all Cubs fans I've known for breaking that losing streak on the fucking Braves, who had been on a 10 or 14 game winning streak at the time. Yeah, it was kind of like it was the Schadenfreude. It's like the Schadenfreude of of uh, for a lot of people of watching, you know, in football. The the Patriots uh, mm-hmm. uh, have their ha- have their um, their perfect season streak like destroyed at the Super Bowl. Delicious, Mwah. love it. Yeah. And no one heard from that Braves team ever again. Right? <sighs> yeah. It's, oh wow, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, they, they, they went through a slide too. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I think that's one of the things that I've noticed about the sport is the the um, the team roster turnover has changed. Um, the, you know, you don't uh, you don't uh, you don't sign on people for you don't you don't sign on people for careers anymore. Right. Um, 
you know, the dynamic of the, I, I think one of the reasons why it sort of slid out of the limelight is, is, is sort of the, the, this, this, um, you know, the, the, these legacy, the, the, it's, it's like the business, the business took over everything and switched it away from sort of legacy building and prestige. And the players are personally boring. They're not slamming ass anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We talked, that was the thing we talked about last week about how the players don't, uh, uh, just fuck their way across the country and have secret families and stuff anymore. Or at least we don't. Hear yeah, that's it. football. They're not out drinking, yeah, yeah. doing drugs. Yeah. They're just kind of like at home with their with their supermodel wives and all their, these boring like, ass three children. Yeah, just like uh, evangelical baseball players. Mm-hmm. It's it's really a shame. I'm sure yeah. I've done yeah. the NFL sometime uh, several times in the past, but one of my favorite segments ever of a player interview was someone asking Paul Goldschmidt what he does for fun, and he says. <laughs> He goes grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But to your point, yeah, I think you're right. I think there is something that's been lost in kind of that transition away from uh, lifelong players, giving guys lifetime contracts, keeping mm-hmm. them around. Yeah. It's it's good that the players... Franchise are, icons. It's good that the players are getting paid more. We all like that. But uh, it does make it feel harder for it to be like your city's team with your city's guys. Well, did you see... Did you see... Uh, I think it was yesterday... Freddie Freeman had um, mm-hmm. um, like because it was the first time he had been back to Atlanta oh, yeah. this this season, and he had like a fifteen minute uh, uh, press conference where he was like crying, mm-hmm. where oh, yeah. he was talking about you know yeah it was it was mm-hmm. like it was like well you know it's 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 hard to completely feel feel bad for you because you know you're making hundreds of millions of dollars doing this, but like I mean it it is it is brutal like you know he like clearly gave so much of himself to that organization, got him a world series and stuff. And they couldn't even, you know, he, keep their homegrown star there. I do believe yeah. he, he, uh, is no longer working with the agents that negotiated his Dodgers contract. That's yeah. Jeez. I, I don't really buy that. He really hates being on the Dodgers so much. It's like, there yeah. were a lot of, there were a lot of Braves fans that were saying like, he misses us so bad. He hates it out in LA. I couldn't possibly, yeah. I couldn't possibly believe that, but it's funny, so I'm going to anyway. Sure. Well, like Clayton Kershaw said something about like the the way that he that he mentioned it. Clayton Kershaw was like, "Oh, you know, Freddie, you'll just have to get used to it here." Like it's like talking about it like he's like a kid at summer camp who's homesick. <laughs> like it was, it was very, very funny actually. But yeah, it would have been cool to see him stay. It would be cool to see more players kind of like settle in and become a part of a team because that doesn't that doesn't happen anymore well the way that they do it now if they're going to sign you these contracts is they just get these like young stars when they're uh you know like maybe even still in the minors and just mm-hmm. go like hey we'll give you uh we'll give you 40 million dollars over eight years guys like yeah and just absolutely fleece these kids it's like what the phillies like, did to scott kingery and then uh he made them regret it yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. I, have a, I have a controversial baseball opinion. Ooh, let's, go. Like yeah. let's go. Uh, I, I propose a, sim- a, a, a simplification of some of the rules to allow for newcomers to come in. A, you know, a few, a few of the uh, a car- archaic sort of, you know, things with sort of the, 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 the division set up and things like that in, in terms of like how the, in terms of like how the schedule works, scheduling, uh, uh, scheduling changes. And then, you know, 
I mean, do do what you know, do what what has been working and what has been successful for television for uh, the NFL and for you know for even like professional ba uh, basketball, right? You know, I think that I, I think that a few a, a few minor tweaks to the sort of rules uh, and the um, the art the sort of like the legacy uh aspects would would make uh baseball more accessible to a wider aud audience that you know because it's a simpler time and if yeah. you and you know, if you want if you wanted to get on television you, you have to add a little bit more simplicity to it because one of the things that i've noticed when when i'm trying to explain things to to newcomers um because i do you know i i do go to buffalo Wild wings on occasion i watch it on the screen and i know what's going on but you know so i, th I think that a, that a simplification of a you know sort of a re-examination of, of some of the rules uh, and some of the, the sort of legacy things uh, that, you know, may 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 make the, the sport more accessible to a wider audience. Any rules in particular you think that got to go? I mean, well, you know, that that's the thing as I, I as I don't think that there the rules necessarily have to go, but there has to be there has to be a simplification of them. My hot take is that there should be fewer games, not that many fewer. Like I think it should be, you know, yeah, too. absolutely. That's what, right. I, and and then it should it should be scheduled more to fit within the prime time schedule of of absolutely. what uh, of television. Because like at the end of the day, like nine nine innings is not going to get you TV time. And I and I'm a fan of the sport. I'm just think that you know for newcomers, you know, you got to have shorter, you got to have the, uh, the shorter timetables. Honestly, games games should start yeah. games should start at six p.m. local time. They should. Only, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. Those understand. are my opinions. Those are my controversial opinions. I'm glad that people are. I'm glad I understand they, I, I'm glad that people go to work and go to school and need time to get to the ballpark. But like the game should start at six. That's better. for I everyone. do like. Uh, I do like the, the the when the day games are on when I have the oh, uh, day games the more day to watch games a game during the day. Yeah. That is the yeah. one thing I miss about the West Coast too is ten a.m. baseball. Yeah, that was <laughs> oh, really yeah, glorious. Yeah. Right, right, right. But we're we're freak we're we're freaks. We're super into it. More casual fans aren't going to tune in at ten a.m. Yeah, on, on, on a work day to watch. And that's so many yeah. games. Like I think that just yeah, just that pure amount of of games that there are intimidates mm -hmm, yeah. people. They're like and like, but the but I I you know you don't have to watch every one of them. I watch yeah. a lot of baseball games, but like you don't have to do right. that. <laughs> yeah, that's my hot. That's my hot take. That's my hot nuclear take that I get yelled at over. And I have our Love it. Yeah, totally Simplific fine. It's sort of a simplification, uh, just a simplification of a couple things and scheduling changes. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Awesome. Let's uh, end this part of the show here, and then we will go over to the Patreon side. Thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Any, anything you want to plug or what we got here? Uh, yes. So I have uh, I have a book that's coming out. I suppose I'm supposed to plug yeah. it. Uh, it's coming out oh, yeah. uh, October 18th. It's called readme.txt. I actually talk a little bit about my history in Chicago and uh, so, some of the story about Wrigley Field is actually in the book. Uh, not that this not, not not that this was necessarily planned. This podcast was not planned as a, as a book <laughs> plug. But uh, hey. But uh, yes, uh, there hey, is. If you want to, if you want to know more, uh, you can go to readme. Uh, I believe it is readme text uh, txt readme txt dot xyz. All right, oh, yeah. awesome. Definitely awesome. Awesome. gonna go read that. I'm definitely gonna read that when it comes out. Thank you so much again for being on the show. Thank you. All right.